Hey, everybody. Hi. We're talking in the preamble on the YouTube if you're watching live. Uh, the vi- the, so I, I Googled like weird 2000 video games because I didn't really play many video games. I'm still playing my Nintendo and N64 in 2000. Like I didn't have a PS. I got a GameCube, but I didn't have a PS2 or P, you know. So I, it came up with this game Whiplash. So I pulled it up and it looks strange. <laughs> I... I'm, I'm look. I didn't know about this. It's in, How did you not know about this? Ito, I don't know. I had a well. There was a, if it was no. It was on Xbox. Huh. Nostalgia addict. Good juju all around to the Seattle crack and our boy Matt. Matty Ice cuts the ice there. He's a good dude, man. So I'm definitely sending good juju to the Seattle crack and especially since the Flyers suck. Oh, it's going to be so much better now. Oh, no, it's all... They're getting... I sent it to Christy this morning. I go, they're getting roasted in the comments. What are you talking about? It's the best thing they can do is keep inside your organization. Do not go out and find someone to fix the problems. Take the guy that played for you 30 years ago and does color commentary and then put him in charge of everything. He's he's. I mean, Danny's basically been part of our crew for the last few years. He's always parking well, back I, by us. I and, love him because he's yeah. And saying I, hi to us every yeah, day. It, it goes from like, oh my god, like as a kid. Well, when I say kid, he's like a year older than me. But like watch him play, I'm like, oh man, it's Dan Breer. Now he like walks in, and he's like going out of his way to like wait, do that like tuck down wave, like hey guys. And we're like, like oh, fuck oh, off. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, sorry. Get the no, fuck in the building, you hockey nerd. I'm, look, I'm a fan. I, I love him. But, and good luck. But uh, Yeah, but did you read their statement about a new color orange or something like that? Yeah, I saw it. They just got roasted on Twitter because of it. And the Sixers lost tonight, so. Oh, boy. Yeah, but there's, there's a game seven. There is. There I, is. I actually, so after that. Uh, baseball game. A new era of orange, that's what it is. Yeah. I actually turned that game on, the basketball, and I watched, like, the last minute, which I was surprised because it actually was, like, a minute because I guess in the pros and uh, – uh, You got home before I did then because when playoffs. I was coming down the street, Enchantress texted me. No, that... no, no, like two nights – the other night. Ah. Uh, when you, you texted me and uh, you were watching it. Yeah, it was good. You just you just give up, I guess. I guess. Boston I don't know. was down and they just stopped. Like, I think that's games, what the Sixers did tonight. Like when when we like our high school games, like like the second game of the season, and they'll be fouling each other with like three seconds left, down ten. Yeah, they and used Boston's to do that in the like, NBA. Ah, I don't fuck know. It. Um, all right, you want to keep talking sports and really lose the rest of our fans, or I got some pro wrestling later tonight. Oh, you do? Oh, yes, you do. I well, I, I well, mean, kinda, you've got kinda. some sports entertainment later tonight. Oh, it is very God damn, pal. I don't know if it's sports or entertainment. It's something. God damn. Ha ha! It's brilliant. Ha <laughs> ha. I want this whiplash game now. Yeah. It look it's got a good premise, but like the reviews suck, but I didn't read the review. I just Googled weird games of two thousand and that came up, so I cut, typed it into the YouTube machine and played and I was watching. I'm like, what the flying fuck is this? <coughs> 
IGN gave it sevens. Other Game Informer gave it like a four. Well, Hootie too, Mr. Game Informer. They drink tea with their pinkies up. My brother texted me to ask if I'll be buying and playing Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom tonight at midnight. I was like, no, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming out. I did not know it was coming out tonight at midnight. But uh, You weren't going to go, you didn't want to drop the show and go to a midnight launch party i don't think i think you could just download it now oh what's the fun in that yeah. i used to drag mrs squeezer to those you took me to one I my first one ever to... oh it's gta right 2013 september 2013 yeah. 10 years we ago online. wow we were online to get our copies of gta and you had to get an actual playstation so yeah i got play it i got the bundle they're like who you're getting a bundle what well, yeah, I don't have a PlayStation. Um, that was 10 years ago? That was 10 years ago, Squeezy. We're buying video games and playing video games. Play, just playing. I, I, I was playing for a little while, uh, but I still just play the same old games I've had for like the last 10 years. I... Uh... I've been playing the emulators on um, on the Switch, particularly Tetris. But I haven't I haven't played um, anything since I've been back from Vegas. It's just been sitting there charging. I was playing Animal Crossing again for a bit, and the sh I bought the show again. You know, I played our just two games on two games. Probably won't ever touch it again. I buy the show every year. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna do a season this year. And, uh, never happens. Uh, did you uh, ever open up uh, Ghostbusters? I open, yeah, it's opened up, yeah. Okay. Never, never played it. <laughs> okay, but you took the took it out of the cellophane. Yeah, I put the little disc in my little holder. Like I have oh. a little holder that keeps my switch. So I put the little oh, card in the in one of the little slots of the holder. Oh, that's nice. So like, I, ideally, I will play it one day. I should one just day. watch it on YouTube. Why do I want to play? I it? mean, yeah. No, it uh, video games just don't hold my attention like Mario Brothers Three used to. Hmm. Well, I mean, you're also ten. Yeah, true. Burger King uh, released another specialty Whopper squeezer. Oh, hang on. They're in the business of specialty Whoppers. It's a a red bun with black seed Whopper for Spider-Man across the universe. Oh. And a little Sunday. Uh... Matt from Dinosaur Dracula has all the specialty Whoppers in his uh, freezer. Uh, what am I looking? <laughs> it's, it's just a Whopper with a red, yeah, a Whopper with a red bun. Is this the same one? Uh, this one has like onion rings and jalapenos on it. Oh no, this is from two thousand. That's the Angry Whopper. Uh, angriest Whopper. Yeah, wow, that's why did I miss out on? I wasn't eating fucking. I should have been. I want this. Bring it back. Yeah, Matt's got the angriest Whopper in his freezer. See if you could buy one from him. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't. I already had. My... No. Uh, Squeezer's a little digestive system. It doesn't hold up like it used to anymore. Zane Tate, what's up? Yeah, you got the you, the you got the gar the garlic one. What was that thing? That thing the the I don't know. But it was like fried garlic cloves and a Whopper. Oh, fuck. It was 
top five best burgers I've ever had in my life. It was so good. I loved it. I wanted to marry it. Hmm. But I was already married. So. You only ever got one, right? I only ever got one. Because that was also at the time where I was... Was I trying to or was self-aware that I shouldn't have it? Like, if that came out now, I'd be in trouble because, you know, uh, just fuck it. You know, I'll, I'll catch back up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So, available from May 15th. So, it's really technically not out yet, although Matt and Jay got one already. May 15th through June 21st, the Spider-Verse Whopper features a red bun topped with black sesame seeds, drawing inspiration from the amazing web-slinger himself, along with melted Swiss cheese and the traditional Whopper toppings, including juicy tomatoes, crisp lettuce, creamy mayonnaise, ketchup and crunchy pickles, and sliced white onions. Burger King guests can have the Spider-Verse Whopper their way with personal customizations, including the addition of crispy bacon, plus many different combination possibilities as there are in the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Yeah, take the Swiss cheese off of it. Gross. You don't like Swiss cheese? No. What? You like no. Manchego? That's a Swiss, kind of. Kind of, but it's not. <laughs> um, uh, alongside the flame-grilled Spider-Verse Whopper, guests and, uh, and Spider-Man fans alike can enjoy a Spider-Verse Sunday this summer, which features soft-serve ice cream with black and red chocolate popping candies. Popping candies? Mm-hmm. It's like Pop Rocks, but they probably didn't get the license for Pop Rocks. Yeah, it's popping candies covered popping in chocolate. Candies. So hmm. that's uh, Burger King's getting in on the across the Spider Verse. Well, good, good for them. I, I I'll stick to my I'll stick to a regular old Whopper. Well, I won't. I'm not gonna have a salad or something tomorrow. Speak, oh no, wait. Speaking of Friday falling night. off the wagon, the sweet boy that is Ish, uh, a longtime listener and a, a friend of the First show. First time caller. First time caller. Ish sent us the day after our uh, McDonald's show. We got a, uh, I got a, a message from Ish. Are you and Squeezer in the office still? I'm like, yes. He's like, and they get text, enjoy your McDonald's. And then a guy <laughs> with a giant bag of McDonald's from Uber Eats shows up at the front door of our office. And I was in the middle of being sick, so I wasn't really hungry. So I had the tiniest, teensiest taste of, of the Big Mac. I mean, to be fair, if it was it was a half of a teensy bit bite less than if you were in tip-top <laughs> condition. True. Um, but the fries, the nuggets, uh, you had yourself a Big Mac. I did. And was um, like probably my second or third, my third Big Mac ever, thanks-ish. Big old knockers ate the other one in full because he's a big fucking monster of a human being. And then the rest of them were just hovering like... Mm. Well, he didn't so much eat it as like it just passed the... Um, uh, what's that thing called? Event Horizon? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw it get stretched out. It's right down the gullet. Yeah, that's more like... An, now that he's in the bulk feeding, that's more like an appetizer. More. I think they just backed the U.S. food truck up to his house. <laughs> Probably. Just, I think they, they just are going to start just liquefy it soon. Just ranch dressing hose. My God. Well, he and, and then they all grazed on that. I mean, they are all like quite like, oh, maybe. I don't know. 
ah, food. Munch grabbed the whole pack of nuggets. Like, I'll eat these. Um, and the fries and, everything, and the frozen cokes I, I went to travel. Nuggets, I fr- I'm just, I was just pacing around the garage because we couldn't leave right away. So I'm just pacing around the garage eating French fries. Yeah. So thank you, Ish. It was very sweet. And thank the, you. all sweet. the yeah. fucking tubs of lard that we work with thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> I wouldn't let knockers have one of the frozen cokes though. Then kind of the diabetes. Yeah, well, I mean, you need him to work for you that night. And you don't want to file the paperwork. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was, uh, we did have our McDonald's Big Mac update on that. Yeah, yeah, he knew. He 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 uh, preemptively called us out on our bullshit. Yeah, there was no way we were going to, to McDonald's. Come back the next week. And, uh, oh, yeah, we were going to, but, you know, we forgot. Typical ride your shit. No, I never yeah. would have brought it up again. Yeah. That was the plan. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Until the next time, a year later, we're like, oh, yeah. We never went. We're going to go tomorrow. And then we rehashed the whole bit about going tomorrow. Oh, fuck. We we just ruined a a bit rehashing. Thanks, Ish. (laughs) You took an entire 10 minutes worth of programming away from us. 10. Oh, no. That's an easy half hour. Okay. Half hour. (sighs) Garlic Whopper was good, though. Oh, but uh, my Big Mac review. I, I I will admit the cheese was melty. Hmm. Is that was not a supposed huge to be? Oh right 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 right. The the yeah, new I, recipe drives me nuts when I just get a big cold slab of cheese. I'm like what the fuck. They so they like changed the cheese product so it's more melty. Yeah, or it could have just been the fact that the Uber Eats guy was taking a sweet ass time and it eventually did melt. But. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh. What else happened? Oh, I watched Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves. Oh, yes. Loved it. Oh, also, fuck. We both saw Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Wait, was that just in between the last two yeah. shows? Uh-huh. Huh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I went. I was, I was going in Thursday. I you went Thursday. We went yeah. Friday. It was great. It was. It, it was. was, it was you, you, little I, long. It was a little long. <laughs> you could tell watching it. It was like, oh, they're having he was he loves us too much yeah, and he just too much. didn't feel He's, like leaving anything on yeah, the floor. Yeah. Um yeah, it didn't have I say too I'm not really spoil it, but yeah. It wasn't the gut punch that I was prepared for, which in the end I was glad it I yeah, I read other it. people said that. And I, I'm like they're like people are disappointed because they were ready for someone to die. I'm like, what really? I was not I expecting anyone to die. Oh I, I I kind of just the way they were kind of hint. I felt like they were kind of tiptoeing around, like preparing you for it. I guess they really? telegraphed it a bit too. Yeah. How? Well, I mean, no one. Am I just truly, oblivious to that? No one's truly dead. Dead. Oh, the way they were hyping it. Like, here's oh, my he's here's die. my he's problem. Gonna, but he did he did die. Here's my problem, Squeezer. Explain this to that. me. Yeah. How the fuck is Gamora in this movie? I don't know. I didn't see the Christmas special. Did they bring her back there? No. She's the 2014 Gamora from Endgame. I thought it was a different one. No. She's the 2000... From a different timeline. Yeah, that is from a different timeline. She's they, they said it in the movie. She's the 2014 Gamora. Yeah. Okay. You seem to not be following. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, I'll lay it out of here. And the end of Endgame. Yeah. Tony snaps and makes them all disappear. Yeah. So Gamora should have just snapped with them. Hmm. Plot hole. I think James Gunn just really wanted Zoe in the movie. Yeah. And it was like, I'll show you, Russo brothers. You can't kill my character. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the only thing I rubbed up against. Hmm. Like, she can't be in this. Like, I, I thought she was a different Gamora, but they say in the movie she's the one from the 2014 timeline. I'm like, wait, that can't be her. I assume they went and found another Gamora because he's, like, so in love with her. Yeah, that's... Maybe I missed that. That line. Hmm. Where did you think she was from? I don't know. Just another timeline. I just... So that right. that didn't bother you at all that there was no, not a... I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I, I, I'm like, eh. Maybe I missed whatever movie it was or the special that they crammed in there. That that Christmas special was fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe they at some point they figured out a way. They brought her back. She's here now. I'll live with it. <laughs> no, she would have gotten snapped away when Tony did the snap. I got you. I wonder what Reddit says about this. No, I just ask Ian. Oh, that's a good sound. Uh, oh, huh. oh, okay. Screen rant. Gamora survived Tony's snap. Uh, I can't talk. Gamora survived Tony's snap because she changed allegiances when it happened. The stones could interpret the user's intentions, and Tony only snaps Thanos' invading forces. Nebula had already convinced Gamora that Thanos was wrong by this point, so the Soul Stone likely sensed she was no longer a threat. All right. <laughs> I guess it's in the deleted scene. Oh. Uh, that sounds like some real uh, shooting narrow, painting a bullseye around it kind of explanation. Uh -huh. but... It says, The deleted scenes confirm that Gamora variant was not among those who were snapped, and she left Earth with the Guardians of the Galaxy. But, wait, didn't we see them leave when she wasn't with them? Uh, no, I think we did. So, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 half explains Endgame's biggest plot hole four years later. The answer is a bit messy. So, mm -hmm. how Gamora is alive in Guardians 3 is briefly explained as the movie addresses Avengers' game, Endgame plot hole regarding her fate. Um, oh God, I hate when they give you the... I just want to know the answer. Oh, they gotta they're getting their words yeah, down in. Yeah. Ugh. All right. The return of MCU's 2014 variant Gamora comes after Iron Man's snap created a Thanos sized plot hole in Endgame. Tony Stark used the Infinity Stone to turn Thanos and his entire army to dust, eliminating any multiverse variants from the MCU's main timeline. However, deleted scenes confirm that oh, this is from Endgame, that Gamora Variant was not among those who were snapped, and she left Earth with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, so in the deleted scenes of Endgame, Gamora left Earth with the Guardians of the Galaxy. There was hope that an official answer how Gamora survived would come, but Guardians 3 only provided a half-hearted explanation 
of the Avengers Endgame plot hole. The closest it came to explaining it was a brief scene where Star Wars recaps the events of Infinity War and Endgame. It includes Peter Quill saying, Everyone else died in the past, stayed dead, but not her. Why? What, what, what was it the magic cliff? I don't know. That's some freaking Infinity, Infinity Stone sci science. Yes, he does say that. Okay, that made no sense to me when he was saying it, but I get it now. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. They're basically, yeah, you're, they're painting the bullseye on the arrow, I guess, as you say. I mean, I I lived with it. There's also uh, a talking raccoon, so. Yes, there's actually many talking animals. Yeah, oh, that, that, that was heartbreaking. Ish. We just gave you, you got to rewind to hear us. No, we could do it all over again. Blows. Oh, yeah, we could get our 30 minutes back that he took away from us. Yes. Now. Uh, <laughs> making a new bit where we rehash things that we just did. <laughs> Rehashing what we... Just like these Screen Rant articles. <laughs> we got to get our <laughs> word can up. Our word <laughs> oh, Brian's here live. What up? Oh, Ish is wearing his Iron Pigs crew shirt. That's exclusive. We have people at games asking for him. Mm-hmm. Hot I want to know who he ticket. had to bribe. There's only one man. Actually, you could just easily go in and take one out of my office and I'd never know. <laughs> but I, I would never do that. <coughs> Rick could come in the building, go in my office and take one without <laughs> anyone ever knowing. <laughs> That's very true. Person out front. Oh, hello. Hey, where's RK's office? Back there. <laughs> <laughs> He walks in. I'm like, oh, hey, Rick. Hey, man. Just goes through the shirts, pulls out his ass, and walks out. Like, Where did Rick go? He is a teamster now. Yeah, you got to learn how to smoke cigars, eat junk food, really waste the, the day away. Yep. Ish. Um, anyway, another movie I saw was... Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves and fuck did I love the shit out of that movie hmm. I loved it it was great Chris Pine is fucking awesome it is a fun movie it's like if if Game of Thrones was fun <laughs> <laughs> and enjoyable <laughs> there, there isn't I don't think is there any levity in that series whatsoever? No, I was about to say, it's, it's also Lord of the Rings with levity. Ah, no, they had a little. Because I, uh, I just rewatched it. And they, they, you have, if you took it all in, 12 hours, you got about three and a half minutes of uh, Gimli, John Rice davies being humorous. <laughs> yeah, and within 20 hours of movie. Yeah, which is, hang on, let me do it. I'm gonna, doing math with the Radgers here. Brian wants lunch lady back. Not every week, but occasionally. And don't worry, Brian. She's not gone for good. I'm just I'm just mothballing her for a bit. Make you want her. Make you really want her. That's what Vince is doing right now with his mustache. He's making us hate it. And then he's going to shave it. We're going to be like, we want that mustache back. Right, everybody? Right? Yeah, I'm doing math. Oh. Dun, 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 Very dun, poorly. Dun, wait, how? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 5.2? Or wait. 
You're doing. Right. You're, you're getting yeah. a statistic that we don't even know is true. It's just something we made up. Okay. Equals, yeah, eight forty. Oh wait, so now I do. Carry the five. Three, wait, eight forty. All right, take your fucking Susan socks off. Gonna need your toes for this one. Divided by eight point. Gibbons. I wish yeah, I was a pod go. racer too. Yeah. It was point zero 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 three percent of the uh, series had some levity in it. I think that's how math works. You would be more like Bulba if you were a pod racer. I think I would be more like the obnoxious fucking Anakin Skywalker. Suck it, Bulba. I'm. Uh, I I'd be the guy that blows up right at the uh, start. <laughs> <coughs> I'd be the one yelling at my droids as as they're fucking up in the in the pit, getting zapped. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Brian, I think uh, lunch lady was uh, the lunch lady. He uh, the porn found on Alex Jones's phone wasn't. Uh, uh, trans porn. It was lunch lady porn. Oh. Now Alex is. Listen, everybody. We have to protect Walt Disney oh, World from the homosexuals and the gays. Grown men who want to go see Tinkerbell have no business <laughs> dealing with gay, the gay agenda. <laughs> These grown men want to get in Disney and see Tinkerbell. They're obsessed with Tinkerbell. They shouldn't have to be subjected to gayness. <laughs> Logic there. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. Uh, Alex is a, he's a logical fellow. All right. Um, right. We've been being weird all show. We might as well get into it. Uh, I think I go first this week. Uh, Yeah. It's my I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah. It's it's my turn. All right. The first um pick I was like, "Oh yeah, this was weird that this was on TV all the time." And then like I read some things about it and I'm like, "Hmm. This is uh really dark and horrible." So uh here is my I'm first in. weird pick. Hold on, I got to cue it up just right. Here's the cart. This video contains explicit material not suitable for children. If you think Girls Gone Wild was wild before, just wait till you see what these girls do when Snoop Dogg is unleashed and takes control of the camera. It's not sold in stores and can't be shown on TV, so call now and get the all-new Girls Gone Wild Doggy Style, hosted by Snoop Dogg, yours on video or DVD for just $9.99. It's the hottest Girls Gone Wild video ever. Use your credit card and you'll also get the all-new Girls Gone Wild Ultimate Spring Break absolutely free. <coughs> you won't believe the uncensored insanity as our camera crews catch real college girls going wild at the beach in the clubs. Even the hot action back in their hotel rooms. It's the most blazing Girls Gone Wild spring break video yet. You'll get two all-new, uninhibited, extremely uncensored Girls Gone Wild videos for just $9.99. Then be the first to preview the hottest all-new Girls Gone Wild videos. Satisfaction guaranteed. Cancel anytime. If you're over 18, call 1-800-488-4004 to order Girls Gone Wild doggy style on video or DVD for just $9.99. Use your credit card and get ultimate spring break. Absolutely. 1-800-488-4004. Or see more action now at girlsgonewild.com. This month. I did not make those VHS effects, Squeezer. Those were in okay. there. What, what, <laughs> what was that screaming? It was like a car going through a farmer's market. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's Girls Gone Wild. Oh. I, I always wondered, like, 
if these are legit, not like porn actresses, and these are your girl next door flashing a camera, mm-hmm. um, what do the families think when they see two VHS boxes superimposed over their granddaughter's boobs on <laughs> Comedy Central at 10 o'clock at night? You know, someone's watching it. <laughs> the odds are, at one point, someone had to see their kid there. Yeah, no, it has to be. Well, there's a, one of my favorite SNL sketches is all about that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, it, uh, Will Ferrell. I forgot who the other who the guests were. And uh, like they're, they're as a family, it's the three of them. It's mom, dad, and the guest host was the daughter and they see her and like it's this whole thing and they're yelling at her and then and then they're like i oh, finally they like watch tv as a family and they're all pissed at her and then another commercial comes on and it's milf's going wild and it's mom flashing now oh really yeah that wasn't the sarah michelle geller with the i drive a dodge stratus i don't hang on find out who googling with the rad years Googling with the right. Yeah, uh, ish. I love those uh, as well. Those were, we wanted, like, if only one of us had the credit card and the balls to get a VHS of smut sent to our house. <laughs> but it wasn't to be said or to be. Anyway, uh, this is not the good thing. So everything when I Googled Girls Gone Wild, uh, I got the horrible story, the gruesome story, the bad story behind Girls Gone Wild, um, and apparently there's a uh, a documentary maybe being made um, from the TNT network, or is this old? Oh yeah, this is 22. Uh, that will show true, true, Joe Francis's true colors. He was the guy behind this. Um, uh, it says the late 90s and 2000s were the beginning of the reality TV era. Many people were in awe of what happened when the cameras were rolling during unscripted shows. One program that grabbed the attention of peoples was the show Girls Gone Wild, was hosted and produced by Joe's Fran- Joe Francis, that was taped during parties and events where mostly inebriated women would act outrageously. Some would flash their breasts in exchange for a t-shirt or a hat. Huh. Uh, a new documentary episode from the TNT Network focuses on the aftermath of the show. Catania Blackford Newman is the director of Girls Gone Wild Exposed, which is part of a rich and shameless anthology series. According to Toronto Sun, the episode will show allegations against Joe Francis that include child pornography, domestic abuse, as well as sexual and physical assault. The Toronto Sun mentions that Francis was arrested in 2003 for charges of child pornography for filming underage girls performing sexual acts. After the alleged arrest, Francis also sued by a woman that claimed that an N. SFW photo was included on the cover of the DVD without her permission. He later faced tax evasion charges and other lawsuits for $20 million that made his company go under, which uh, later filed for bankruptcy. (laughs) Blackford Newman told the Toronto Sun that behind the fun, the wet t-shirt competitions and the faux feministic liberation centered around flashing your breasts in front of a camera, lives were being ruined. Oh, this is answering what we talked about. She also commented that the, she reached out to many of his celebrity friends, but no one replied. She claims that a young woman 
would trust Francis because of his friendship with relationships uh, like the Kardashians. I didn't know the Kardashians were around that long. No, seriously? Did you? No. Oh. Uh, like 2010, I thought, maybe? Uh, yeah, when did that, uh, speaking of porn videos, when did the smut video of, of uh, the Kardashian come out? With uh, Ray uh, J, Oh, that right? was in the 2000s, because I did see that when I was, like, searching for stuff. Was it, like, in the two, early 2000s? Like, the, 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 no, whatever. Uh, late, later, maybe, like, nine, maybe? Yeah. So... Uh, started in 1997 by a fratty entrepreneur named Joe Francis, Girls Gone Wild sold VHS and then DVD videos of co-ed women, almost always intoxicated, bearing their breasts on some hedonistic spring break trip in exchange for free underwear or hats. Well, at first it was t-shirts. Um, he dominated the softcore porn market in the early internet days. Millions of people purchased footage of the girls, often barely over 18 and sometimes younger, predominantly white, thin, and blonde, getting badgered by cameramen to take more shots, take their tops off, make out with their friends, use sex toys on themselves. Obviously, this has not aged well. <laughs> Nor was it without controversy at the time. Um, I, I want to see this rich and shameless anthology. The girl's gone well exposed now. By uh, Of course you want to see it. Why? course oh, it's boobies no, no no i don't want to see girls gone wild i want to see the exposed about oh. it <laughs> sure well i'm sure there's gonna be footage right well yeah but it's on tnt and this is oh. this is, they're saying these girls were tr coerced into doing this you know well of course yeah a woman in her mid-30s named Janelle alleged Francis, whom she trusted because he was a celebrity associated with such figures as Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, fed her shots, manipulated her into masturbating on camera, and raped her in the back of the Girls Gone Wild tour bus. Ay, ay, ay. Where's this guy now? He's in dead or in jail? Uh, in jail, I think. <coughs> you tell me. Joe Francis. He's 50. The alleged assault was first reported in a 2006 Los Angeles Times profile in which he physically assaulted the 29-year-old female journalist. <laughs> what a piece of... Lack of accountability appears to be a running theme for Francis. For years, Francis dodged and settled numerous lawsuits, skipped out of jail time for a misdemeanor assault and false imprisonment conviction in Los Angeles uh, by fleeing to his resort home in Mexico. Oh, he's hiding in Mexico. Oh. He slipped under the radar of the Me Too movement because he's been irrelevant for quite some time. Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe that's the best for... Oh, it's uh, Rich and Shameless. It is HBO Max and Hulu. Pre uh, wait, subscription. I think HBO Max looks like. Makes sense, Warner Brothers. Yeah. So there you go. You can you can catch it there. The allegations are not. Yeah, it's the second episode. Ah. The allegations are not all from Girls Gone Wild days. The film opens with a disturbing audio recording 
from August 2020 by his ex-wife, Abby Wilson, in which she screams in terror as Francis apparently attacks her and chokes her. When Wilson screams, you're killing me, Francis replies, good, I hope you fucking die. How do people become such pieces of garbage? He was arrested in Mexico and spent 73 days in jail on domestic violence charges. Still has a website. I mean, in the commercial I played, Snoop Dogg was in there doing. Uh... I remember that it was the whole like because the whole thing was like, oh, we're gonna play off on the doggy style thing. Mm-hmm. Do- yeah, join Snoop Dogg for Girls Gone Wild doggy style. <laughs> That's a sex position. <laughs> In case you didn't get it. In case you didn't get it. Oh, it was, oh uh, Francis allegedly helped Kim Kardashian broker a deal with Vivid Entertainment for to net $4.5 million from her leaked sex tape. Oh, yeah. It was terrible how that came <coughs> out there, huh? Ah, ruined her life. Hmm. Girls Gone Wild. The sketch was called Home for College. It's from season 26 of SNL, and it was Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson played the girl home from school, and uh, it was Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they're watching TV, and then, like, yeah, Grandma calls, and, like, we saw her on TV. (coughs) Yeah. Radiohead was on that show. Mm. Good show. All right, um... We are done with my first pick. Let's, oh, good God, we're starting off hot with Squeezer's first pick. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Like oh, May. May, when was the last time you had your period? Huh. About 1957. 57. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Henry, would you please take that thing out of your mouth? Please take these VA. Are you sure you're pregnant? Bear time? down, May. You can have that baby. Okay, you gotta you have it. You understand? You gotta have the baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Doc. Come on, Doc. Come on, Doc. You're doing fine. Push, push, push down. Push hard. Push, push. Now, I, I I thought this was bro, but if you're telling me it's 2000, I, I think he was gone in WCW by then. Who Who's behind this? Uh, pretty sure this seems like, and from, no one really knows. Well, I, I, when I say bro, I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, who's that dipshit Long Island writer who went by Vic Venom? Oh, yeah. Vince Russo. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel like from what everyone seems to say, and like it's all it's all hearsay. There's no no one knows really where this came from. Um and where Rus- it went. Rousseau was with Rousseau went to WCW in ninety nine. 
In October yeah. of 99. This was February 28th of 2000. Um, and uh, that it is very much Vince's baby. Ah, uh, okay. And as much as Mae Young's baby, like they say, this has Vince's like fingerprints all over it. Well, that's why I love Mae Young. She's, to... She did all the gross shit. Yeah. And it's just weird and gross. And the idea was they, they wanted to make, they wanted to do like a sketch. <laughs> Pat Patterson <laughs> holding his nose. Yeah. Well, the, I, the main goal was they wanted to get Pat to throw up. But it turns out like it started gag, gagging. And then Pat, I think, trying to save. Was she a fish down there or something? Because she used she used to put fish in her pants when she do bronco like sardines and shit when she do bronco busters. Oh really? Yeah. Look at her with the cigar. Yeah. Oh, it's such. It's it's so fucking ridiculous. Pat ran out of frame. And he gets a pair of pliers. Oh no! It's not even a pair of pliers. It's it comes right out of the grip equipment. Look at it closely. It's oh yeah, it's uh, got a vice uh, grip with a baby pin. Uh, on. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it's got a. Uh, Which you would use like if you need to quick hang a light on like a. You can do it either by hanging light or like you could put that on a stand and then clamp something in it. So if you need to like have a piece of, I don't. It's for clamping things and then being able to like you know, put it on the stand. And so yeah, they like <laughs> it's. That that's like a, a sixty dollar pair of script <coughs> there, um, but yeah, like they they clearly just go away, Adobe Flash. Remind me later. Oh no, don't open that. Um, yeah, and also like Mark Henry being involved, he was in the middle of his very large contract that he had. And so the thought was they were giving him all this shtick and gimmicks to get him to quit. They were kind of out there and, go, and trying to force him to quit. Instead, he, loved he just it. dove in and rolled with it and made it his own. He became and a star, it, right? He it? endeared himself and he became a star. Yeah, it, it, this is this is what made him. It wasn't his like in-ring performance or his big crazy like big I'm strong, you know. Thing. No, it was him doing weird his weird romance stuff, the sexual chocolate stuff that got him over. And the fans bought, like, he bought into it, he ran with it, and the fans believed in it, you know? So if you believe in your gimmick, they'll go with it. All right. Did, did you read about the possible explanation behind it? Uh, Why it was a hand? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where they think why it's very much a Vince thing. Yeah. <laughs> that back in the 70s, uh, it was very common to for a a rubber hand. A very common female sex toy was a rubber hand. Um, because I I don't know I guess couldn't use your own. It was taboo to use your own hand, so you mm -hmm. got a big rubber hand to do it. And the idea was that Mark didn't impregnate her. It's just that Mae Young had it stuck up there <laughs> for roughly thirty years. <laughs> and it finally came out after. So she gave uh, a splash to Crash Holly. Um, and, and that's what forced her to go into labor. God um, damn. And I, I like, they keep calling him doc and stuff. And it's clearly, he's like, it's An a EMT. wrestler that kind of looks like Guy Fieri. Uh, that's a parrot playing a paramedic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the, the whole thing is very strange. And then the best part about it is, next week it was over. Yeah. Like, it was never like, all right, ha, we, ha! Like, nope, we just move on. It wasn't until uh, Raw 1000 <laughs> where uh, it, he it was all grown up. Yeah. And he was all grown up as a giant hand, and he's an adult man with glasses on. Um, <laughs> but it was. God damn it, pal. This was, this was up there amongst the strangest. And, and even. This is like post attitude this is that weird transitional era where they don't know what the fuck is going on um <coughs> yeah where they're like uh, like okay we did all this really weird taboo stuff and there there's still that little bit of how gross and how weird can we get and oh, this right. was the answer yeah a 77 year old woman giving birth to a hand it wasn't uh Long until the attitude error would give way to the ruthless aggression error. Right, Izzy? <laughs> yes, Ish. This is wrestling. Now that's wrestling. Yeah. Old school southern wrestling. Yeah. In you the south, when old women gave birth to hands all the time. You see, it was a it was a thing. Huh? Uh, hey, May took some crazy ass bumps though. Yeah, she, she didn't she take fucking... the fucking Jeff Jarrett guitar? Uh, did she take a guitar? I know. I, I still remember. She took a table, right? Bubba gave her a sit-out powerbomb off the top rope through a table. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. And then, and I think she called him a pussy for not laying it in there, right? I as something like that. she gave him shit for it. But mm -hmm. you you could see like on his face like he was terrified. And then she gives him the little squeeze like I'm okay. And then yeah, it was fuck tough lady, man. Yeah, tough lady. Giving birth to a hand. Uh, my next pick goes hand in hand with the uh, attitude oh, error. Takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's raped and taken from me From me Life's gotta always be messing with me Can't it chill and let me be free Can't I take away Squeezer, I'm going to admit something on this show. Yeah. I have always been and always will be a fan of the band Korn. Yes. I thoroughly enjoy their music. Uh, this album came out in 98. This song 
came out in 99 as a single, but I think it really reached its popularity and the, the, the 2000s was peak new, the first like 2000 through 2004 was peak new metal. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of talked about this, uh, touched on it just before we started. Yes. The new metal era was, uh, is what I'm talking about. And yeah, it was like late nineties, but it peaked in the 2000s. So I'm, I'm going to count it. And I think the band that ushered it in, uh, and a lot of people agree with me is corn. And I remember in elementary, not elementary school, uh, um, junior high, was it junior high? Yes. Junior high. I had this corn yeah. t-shirt that I thought I was so cool with. It had, I talked about in the show, it had three forty bottles with the corn logo on it mm-hmm. on the stripe. And then it had the same logo bigger on the back. Um, uh, I wore that shirt. I love, uh, peachy uh you know every and corn still puts on a hell of a show i'll tell you that much Uh, and jonathan davis is a nice guy he just hangs out back and wants to talk to everybody and smoke butts with bum bum (laughs) cigarettes everybody but i um so on masterclass.com they're talking about new metal and they say uh is a subgenre of alternative metal that fuses heavy metal with other styles like hip-hop grunge alternative rock hard rock and funk the heavy metal subgenre was influenced by and contains elements of synth pop Hardcore pop, punk, jazz, rap metal, groove metal, industrial metal. The uh, musical stylings of the band, 80s band Faith No More and Anthrax largely influenced the subgenre. New metal is less aggressive form of death metal, and elements of the genre have become part of other hybrid genres like metalcore and deathcore. Uh, a lot of people call this mallcore. <laughs> um, notably, new metal bands include Corn, Limp Bizkit, uh, Lincoln Park, Deftones, Mudvayne, Crazy Town, Soulfly, Alien Ant Farm, and Static X. Ah, I saw them live. Yes. I saw Corn uh, Live multiple times for work and for pleasure. Hmm. Uh, and when I when I saw for work, I was probably like, eh, I'm not the biggest Corn fan anymore. And then like they did the show, and I was like, fuck, man, that was a good show. Um. Uh, sorry, Doug. Kurt could give two shits. <laughs> uh giving two shits with the rad year he, get, he, uh, he has to get permission from ac or the phillies like you yeah, can't the, yeah. the, the, like kurt if kurt says yes like that doesn't mean they can do it <laughs> why would he say no right why would he say no but like he he would say oh you're gonna have to get permission from someone above my head for that so, who pioneered new metal? The rise of new metal is primarily attributed to the band Korn, who released their debut self-titled, self-titled album in 1994, ushering a new wave of metal music. Um, and fuck, man. The, here are the characteristics of new metal. Heavy uh, syncopation? Syncopation? Uh, syncopation. I don't think I, I don't I don't see what words you're looking at. Sync S Y N C O P A T I O N. Speech. Sync of Sick of Hold on. Syncopation. Oh sync it is syncopation. Ah, thank you, computer lady. That's what I said. Wow, she can talk and call balls and strikes. Mm-hmm. Syncopated rhymes are those that do not align with the downbeats of an individual measure. 
A syncopated beat will emphasize traditional weak beats and tend to sound more striking than the non-syncopated rhythm patterns. Heavily syncopated <laughs> riffs and beats contribute to new metal's dissonant, asymmetrical sound. Hmm. Direct lyrics. New metal songs often contain angsty and direct lyrics. However, not at all. Not all new metal lyrics are angry. While some cover various topics like bullying or betrayal, others are about partying, moshing at concerts, hope, and even humor. Mixed vocals. New metal vocals include a mixture of aggressive singing, um, though it can be still melodic, screaming, and rapping. Turntables. Some groups like Limp Bizkit, Slipknot, and Incubus use DJs to provide additional layers of sound like uh, electronic beats and scratching. What's the difference between new metal and heavy metal, Squeezer? New metal often features rapping. Ah. Metal features guitar solos. Oh, new metal has guitar solos. Hmm. Yeah. Here's nine new metal bands according to Masterclass. Linkin Park, love them. Corn, love them. Evanescence, I like them. POD. Uh, uh, I had their CD. We are, we are. Youth of the Nation. Deftones, I fucking love the Deftones. Rage Against the Machine, one of my favorite bands. System of a Down, love them. Love System. I was actually just, the other day, I'm like, I was like in one of those moods where I'm like kind of angry, but also like happy. Yeah. A toxicity of our city, of our city. That's my go-to. Would you put Tool in this? Uh, Or Tool in a league of their own? They're their own thing. What about Nine Inch Nails? They're more industrial. They're more industrial. Like I would put Tool closer to industrial, but not even in that. Nine Inch Nails is very much Papa Roach is in this. Oh, Papa Roach is entirely new metal. And Limp Biscuit. What about Godsmack? Godsmack isn't on this nine new metal metal bands list. Oh, I would put Godsmack in. Yeah, God Sully's definitely on there. Yeah. Static X, your band. But when you Probably think I wouldn't say they were my band, they were just they were playing at Crock Rock when I lived down the street. <laughs> Easy bit. All right, uh, that was my lesson on new metal for everybody. And uh, I got Godsmack. I'm gonna listen to some Godsmack on the way into work tomorrow. Uh, oh, I gotta come in early though, cause I gotta take her car. To, to Sully God. gave fucking knockers the lightning, Johnny Lightning nickname. Oh really? That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Sully taught Johnny how to use the lightning board, cause he fired the guy before him, and then he sat there and showed knockers how to use it. You are so cute. Not you, Squeezer. You're cute, Thanks. but Izzy's just oh. adorable. She's just on my lap like a whipped kitty. Uh, all right. Um, you want to listen to some new metal, Izzy? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. You're black. That's metal. Black uh, tuxedo cat. They call her. Oh, nice. Does she have little cufflinks? She should have cufflinks. You but... should get little kitty cufflinks. I could go on. Wow. We could do a That's whole sh- mer- Squeezer, there's so oh. much in-depth stuff on new metal. We could do a whole show. Ah, there we go. New metal show. On new metal. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yeah. Um All right. We are doing what are we on your second pick? Here it is. Oh boy. Now we're in on your second pick. That's about right. 
everything. I love you, James. Don't leave me. To change their fate. TV event of the year. This is your chance to redeem yourself. Begins. What if I told you I could answer the most important question in the world? What questions? Why are you on this island? ABC's Lost. The final season premieres Tuesday, February 2nd on ABC. I thought you were going to pull like a uh, previously on Lost. <laughs> oh, I should have done that. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's hard to find like quality of episodes because because i was actually looking for stuff like in show and it doesn't because they did a pretty good job of going through and like purging all that shit mm. yeah i'm trying to get rid of the any uh semblance of that show that i yeah. was no fucking they, obsessed just, with. they just want you to watch it on disney plus or wherever the hell it's at i think it's on hulu hulu okay yeah, yeah. they want you to watch it over there and not on the internets um so I, I'm gonna uh, not gonna lie. I didn't jump into this, start watching it until season four. So oh man, you start watching it when it sucked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. So I it was one of the, you know how I am with my shows. Like oh, I missed the beginning. So I want to say I saw the pilot, but then like I wasn't really watching it. But then. In 07, they had the writer's strike, just like now. Yeah, in season three. Um, you could tell that season three, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing because of the writing yeah, yeah, strike. Yeah. Well, also, so I, I always gave this show. So, oh, during the writer's strike, so I used Netflix. Listen, kids, back in the day, Netflix delivered DVDs in the mail to you. And by September, they're done doing that for good. Yeah. Um, so I quick binged everything. During the writer strike, and then by the time it was over, caught up. I'm like, oh, they just kind of gave up on this. And then by season six, they're like, fuck. <coughs> um, well, to be I, fair, I, to be fair, Squeezer. To be fair, they writer multiple people have admitted that people in that writers' room said from day one they never intended to pay any of that shit off. Polar Bear never intended. Yeah. Numbers never intended. Smoke Monster never intended to pay any of it off. So fuck and you, JJ. I'm fine with to an extent, and and not in the sense of we're gonna do this just. To do You're talking crazy. about the numbers. Um, but like I don't necessarily. I like sometimes where you don't pay something off. You would some things. They pay nothing off. Well, um, so I'm like, was it malicious? I got to get. To my boy, Walt. Walt. Yeah, well, Walt, like, was it the island that Walt aged uh, 10 years in the course of three weeks? Yeah, right. He left um, at the end of uh, season one on that, on that fucking, uh, with, the, the others, others, with the others. And then the next time he saw him, he was like, hey, dad. <laughs> Which the others turned out to be really nobody in particular, just like people yeah. in the 70s or something. Maybe, but maybe not. Or maybe not. Right. Um, 
but the, the show is the Dharma Initiative. Thing. Yeah, and you but maybe they weren't it. the Dharma Initiative, or maybe they weren't. No, but because they all got blown up, and don't do not criticize this show, because there are people out there that defend it. To, oh, I'm going to criticize it, and fuck you for defending it. <laughs> I'm not defending. No, it. I know. I'm talking about the people oh. who defend it. Oh yeah. Um. Here's the problem I have. The biggest problem I have with it, or where I, it, it falls short, is I went back and tried to rewatch it a couple of years ago, and I couldn't. I could watch that first season over and over and over and over again, and maybe the second season a little bit because that was the plan. So what happened was the whole concept of the show was developed over a pilot. The most expensive that, pilot in television yeah. history at the time. They they, they 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 purchased a pilot. That doesn't happen. You don't like buy a pilot. Someone creates a pilot and then sells it to you. ABC is like, make a pilot. <laughs> so they did with a shit ton of money. Yeah, Lloyd Braun did, and he got fired. <laughs> and then the show and, became a hit. <laughs> and and, and, and had... it was Lloyd Braun's voice that said previously on Lost. And they had an idea. See, look, I know all this sh- these inside things about yeah. Lost that uh, <laughs> you can't even read on Wikipedia. Because <laughs> I, I searched the internet for every little answer I could find about everything and nothing. Because the writers never intended for us to know. No. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I read the book Watership Down. Because I thought it would give me clues. I had I squeeze. I have the two novelizations from the show downstairs on my bookshelf. Really? Yeah. You tried. You were digging in when they just like just threw it in there, trying to. I was looking oh, for clues. This looks intellectual. I yeah, did. I actually um, dissected a polar bear. <laughs> I went to the Phil- That's why that polar bear in the Philadelphia Zoo died. That was me. You're trying to see if he could survive I was, I was on an island. For a lost- I was looking for clues to Lost, so I disemboweled it and tried to read its innards like a <laughs> Roman fucking, I don't know. Anywho, um, here, here was the biggest problem. Really ramped show. that craziness up there. I did. <laughs> was, it, was, it was 2009. It was crazy. Um, 2004 was the show. Yeah, I know, but in 2009 is oh. when I disemboweled oh, it. Oh, oh, all right. Um, the problem was, like, they had this idea for a pilot, and that was it. <laughs> like, it ended there. And they're like, okay, great, make a show. So they're like, all right, we have this idea of where we can go with this. Let's do a season. And they're like, no. It's a show. Like, we want a show. They're like, all right, well, we can do this. We stretch it out. We make it It's uh, three parts. It's a three-part series about how they're going to be on the island. Then they got to get off the island and then work their way back on. And in the third, now they're back on the island and have to, like, resolve their issues. And they come to them like, all right, we have ideas for, a se- for like, this laid out. This is how we're going to do it. And they're like, that's great. We want ten. Seasons? Like, yes. So, as it turned out, uh, the network didn't give a shit about their uh, artistic vision for the show. They're like, you have a hit show. You don't end that. 
So eventually, as it was going on, and they got so many seasons in, then they finally decided, and they like even ABC's like, okay, we get this. This is they didn't go. get shit. The ratings tanked. Well, yeah, and they're like they wrap meant. it up. The ratings tanked. They didn't we get, get shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. They got it that the ratings tanked and that no one cared anymore. That guy, ratings tank. Wrap up your fucking dumb idea. Yeah, and you're lucky and they the, let him wrap it up instead of just. They probably should have just. It might have been better off. Yeah. Because you can also see it's one of those things too. It's like, all right, maybe the writing was off in the sixth season. It made no sense. The flesh sideways is, oh, they were in purgatory, even though you say right. they weren't. The first season, everyone's like, oh, they're in purgatory, and like, no, they're not. No, they're not. You're gonna see where they're at, and it's gonna blow your mind. Well, but they're not in purgatory. There are people on the internet that claim, oh, they weren't in purgatory technically until the end of season. None of it means anything, okay? Because why are there, there so many people. defenders of such a bullshit show? I, I don't, I don't know. Because be, because they invested so much time in it. So did and I, did. but I was like, oh fuck, that was awful. And in the end, you're like, oh. you move on. You get okay, the, it was about enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride, and you know what? Some if you got off the ride early, good for you. <laughs> yeah, if you if, got off the ride it, after season two, good for you. If you weren't yeah. watching Sawyer eat dog biscuits and fucking a cage, <laughs> it was like metaphorical oh for well, like the, well, the 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 show because it was like stuck well, in a cage and didn't know where to go. No, no, literally, I I read there was. Uh, I know that's why I said it. Oh. It wasn't just metaphorical, though. Like, I, I think it was Lindelof even said, like, it was. Well, no, he said it was metaphorical for how we felt. Yes. Oh, OK. Yeah. But yeah, th but it physically manifested itself because they had nothing to do with them. <coughs> so they're literally like treading water. It's like the characters are like stuck in a cage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Um, yeah, and then, I, I don't know, I like the back and forth. You like some of the characters, but there were so many new characters in, so many new I characters I stayed with it just out. to get little pieces of information. See another food drop. Let Sawyer find that van and drink the fucking beer. Let fucking, oh, we, we meet John, uh, fucking, uh, Ben's, uh, uh, explain the two statues, the fucking man in black. Uh, yeah. God, I hate yeah, it. Well, then it got all. the man in black thing. Like, okay, so they really did kill him, but then who is this, the man in black? Like, the, the season six, I think, is what really. Ben was so good, too, and they just destroyed his character. Yeah. And, well, that's the reason why they even kept him, though, because he was originally supposed to be on for, like, three episodes. He crashed in his hot air balloon or whatever the hell it was. What season was they, not Penny's boat? Because I like that too. Uh, not Penny. Oh, when uh, Charlie died. Charlie died. Yeah. Not Penny. Was that season boat three? Was, I I want to say it was season three or end of season two. Yeah, that was good. Let me see. Cat episodes. All right, so it's not season two. Lost episode listing. I thought it was a season finale. It was. I could just search for it, but I'm going to scroll instead because that's easier. What season Not of Lost did Charlie die? Season three finale. Through the looking glass, Squeezer. 
Oh. I always thought it was called Not Penny's Boat. <laughs> glass. Yeah. No, yeah. The Looking Glass was the ship that they were on. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. No, that was a great episode. That was, and then I think after that, which was the one, There's was it the one where they have to, like, they're blowing up the mine and that's when they travel back in time? They're blowing up the mine and that's when they travel? Yeah, remember they have to set off the nuke. The nuke? Yeah, they have a nuclear bomb, and they're going to blow it up. They're going to, like, blow up the hole. And so that way it can never be built, and then the plane doesn't crash or something like that. Oh, God, I blacked all that yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> they had a nuke? Jack- yeah, they had a nuke. Yeah, they had a nuke. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I remember Jack fondly, like, the, interest lady girl. the first three. Juliet or Kate? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Juliet. Yeah, okay. Juliet. You thought it was going to be Kate, but then, you know, Kate and Sawyer. Out of all of them, at least Kate ended up in fucking, uh, you know, Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah, she They're going to tie it all together. Like, Lost actually exists inside the Marvel Universe. Yeah, and she really didn't do anything Lost until Ant-Man, and she got Ant-Man. That's true. But who? Like no one else from that show really did anything. No. But that was back, you know, before... Well, she- no, the Ben... Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? No, and what's his name from uh, uh, the guy who played Jin? Yeah, he's a local guy. Yeah, he's from Freedom High School, the same school Rock went to. Yeah, local guy. I met him at uh, Coca-Cola Park. I got a picture with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the other guy that uh, does uh, Jesus TV. That was uh, Arts. They got blown up. Oh, Arts. He's another local guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got movies around here. Yeah, we, we, did, uh, we did two commercials with him. No, he wasn't a dick. He was just really full of himself. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I chalked up to being a dick. Nah, he was actually really nice. Oh, he was really nice, but at the same time. It's Weren't like... you there for that? Uh, No, I was doing something else. I know you missed the, hey, dude, what's her name? Yeah, I was never. What well, wasn't that during, I thought that was like Garage Plots or something. Wasn't he there? He came for Garage Plots, but he came in before that for like a symphony commercial. Oh, no, I wasn't allowed to work on those. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, don't bring him in, all right? Um, yeah, well, he was he was really nice. He was just like trying. He thought we were like we knew. We, he thought he was expecting us to be really impressed by him. Oh, or he was expecting like, oh, okay, these are professionals in the industry. I'm like, nah, you don't have to do that, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot he aren't. Yeah, he blew himself yeah. up. Mm-hmm. That was pretty. I I do like that. Just it was very unceremoniously too. He's just talking. You have a piece of Arnst on you. Yeah. Um. But then and then, ah, fuck. The 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 last season. I'd rather die in season one than live to see season six. Yeah. Go out in like the first season or two. Yeah. And you got to be part of something great instead of just suffering through the end. And and you could tell the budget. The budget in the last season, the show looked so cheap. It almost it was like WB level of production value. No offense to like the WB, but like like there there were better effects and better costumes in an episode of Xena Warrior Princess than there were in the last season of Lost. Hmm. But it was it was a fun ride, and it was cool because it was. 
I mean, we kind of do it here, but the problem now is, and this was that was the thing too. You got to give the show credit because it did open the door for a lot of other programming that was what would be considered like niche sci-fi or fantasy that never would have had a time of day on network TV. Yeah, that's true. That 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 is its true like spot in history is like this opened the door like oh we can like nerdy shit it's okay okay i don't think i don't think this is what did that no but it it broadened the audience which made it even easier like this is a soap opera in disguise (laughs) but sure well so is pro wrestling (laughs) true um i would say nestor carbonell who was in he was still in stuff yeah, Daniel Day Kim played Jin. He's local. He he went on to do yeah. Hawaii Five Up. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the the who is uh, uh, well, Dominic Monaghan was already. Yeah, yeah, he already had. Uh, a bit. I mean, he was in the fucking one of the biggest <laughs> movie franchises of all time. And uh, Jorge oh, Garcia fuck. was on the cover of a Weezer album. Oh yeah. Oh, Michael Emerson. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had a like. He had a show on uh, CBS he, for a while. Yeah, he got his own with like, Jesus, his own right? Show which was per, uh, person of interest with Jesus. Was, what's that? It was with Jesus from the the snuff film uh, Passion of the Christ. Oh, was it? Yeah, the actor who played Jesus was in that person of interest show with him. Oh, uh, but yeah, you got five seasons out of that. Jim Caviezel. So get... Oh yeah. Oh, now he's in a new <coughs> show. It looks like it's... He played Joker in uh, the adaptation of Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. He was in seven episodes of Arrow. Ooh, la, la. That's the greatest show on TV. I've never watched Arrow. I'm just assuming that it, I'm assuming Kevin Smith said it is. But... Uh, he hated it for a while until they started hiring him. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Kevin. We talked on the show, but something else is going on. He's I don't know if he split up with his wife or what. Oh no. But like he also kind of split with Walt Flanagan and the Tom Steve Dave guys. I don't, he's going through some shit. I hope everything gets better for him. Oh. All right. Um Man, we are this is going to be We are rambling. We are We are in cages. Ramble on. We're, we're in season three lost cages right now. Yeah. Yeah. Here is uh uh Okay, so here is my next pick. Chuck Norris Karate Commando. So remember uh, Chuck Norris facts? Squeezer? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think these... So in my research, these appeared on the internet in 2005. 
So, uh, initially distributed in something awful forums, the facts centered on Vin Diesel in response to the film The Pacifier. After a few months, forum members choose Chuck Norris as the new subject. Uh, Conan O'Brien's Chuck Norris jokes on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, which generally centered on Walker, Texas Ranger, have been seen as the inspiration for this fad. The exaggerated style of these claims are similar to recurring, uh, the recurring Saturday Night Live sketch, Bill Brasky. Um, and I thought these were fucking... I still think a lot of them are fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack be nimble. Jack was quick, but Jack couldn't dodge Chuck Norris's roundhouse kick. <laughs> um, John, uh, uh, if you ask Chuck Norris what time it is, he always says two seconds till... After you ask two seconds to what, he roundhouse kicks you in the face. <laughs> Chuck Norris appeared in Street Fighter 2 video game, but he was removed by beta testers because every button caused him to do a roundhouse kick, which when asked about the glitch, Chuck Norris replied, that's no glitch. Um, usually they're like roundhouse kicks. Um... When the boogeyman goes to sleep every night, he checks his closet for Chuck Norris. The flu gets a Chuck Norris shot every year. Uh, Chuck Norris doesn't throw out the trash. It always throws itself out. (laughs) When God said, let there be light, Chuck Norris said, say please. Say please. (laughs) (laughs) When Chuck Norris's parents had nightmares, they'd come to his bedroom. (laughs) Chuck Norris makes onions cry. Ghosts tell Chuck Norris stories at the campfire. Um, when Chuck Norris looked into the abyss, the abyss looked the other way. <laughs> I love it because I'm so glad you brought this up because I honestly forgot about these. But this would eat up. This was at a time when you didn't necessarily always have a phone <coughs> that could access something to amuse you. So this was it. Mm-hmm. Like, this would just amuse you. Chuck Norris doesn't breathe. He holds air hostage. <laughs> Chuck Norris does not use spell check. If happens to misspell a word, Oxford will change the spelling. <laughs> Chuck Norris wrecked his bicycle and skinned the sidewalk with his knee. When Chuck Norris enters a room, he doesn't turn the lights on. He turns the dark off. Uh, The sun has to wear sunglasses when Chuck Norris glances at it. (laughs) There is no theory of evolution, just a list of creatures Chuck Norris allows to live. Uh, Chuck Norris can kill two stones with one bird. Um. Once a cobra bit Chuck Norris's leg, after five days of excruciating pain, the cobra died. Chuck Norris takes 20 minutes to watch 60 minutes. <laughs> the, the, the dumber they are, the more fun I have. Them. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Norris found the last digit of pie. <laughs> Chuck Norris' calendar goes straight from March 31st to April 2nd. No one fools Chuck Norris. Uh, when Chuck Norris does division, there are no remainders. <laughs> Chuck Norris oh, yeah, does not. Chuck Norris... 
Chuck Norris does not own a stove, oven, or microwave because revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> All right, go ahead with yours. No, when when there's another division, Chuck Norris can divide by zero. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris can speak Braille. <laughs> Chuck Norris does not sleep; he waits. That I feel like that one was that was the one, right? Like that was like the cause right. It's so like it, it's perfectly subtle. It's very Chuck Norris. Like it's not too silly. Mm -hmm. It's almost threatening. Yes. Chuck Norris tears cure cancer. Too bad he never cried. Uh. What's Chuck doing now? I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, going uh, arriving in tanks, shooting submachine guns at religious concerts. That's not something I saw recently. Oh boy! Yeah, Chuck No Chuck Norris knows Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> when Chuck Norris enters a building that's on fire, the Chuck Norris alarm rings. Um, Chuck Norris can touch MC Hammer. <laughs> Chuck Norris's email address is gmail at chucknorris.com. Oh, that's right. He was in Expendables. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was 11 years ago. Uh-huh. Expendables was 11 years... Expendables 2 was 11 years ago? Oh, this is the part of Rad Years where I start feeling old. Yeah... Chuck Norris is the reason Waldo is hiding. <laughs> Chuck Norris can delete the recycling bin. All right. Well, I think we read enough huh. of them. Yeah. Oh, there's an Expendables 4 coming out in the fall. I did not know that. Hmm. Here is Squeezer's next pick. enough people screaming for a while but you know people always screamed over you know michael jackson um but like look we we had this discussion uh i wouldn't say i'm a f i don't i don't get it i am unequivocally not a fan of no. michael jackson uh, my, my, my favorite Michael Jackson thing is when you would do Mad Libs and you just put Michael Jackson in for, uh, any time it called for a proper noun. Right. It's fun to make fun. It was fun as a kid to make fun of him. Yeah. That, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, were there any, I'm trying to think songs, I don't know, maybe, but, uh, 
this was the first thing that came to my mind um, when you said weird 2000s. I'm like, oh, yeah, when Michael Jackson dangled his kid over a fucking balcony. And apparently, uh, he did multiple interviews after the fact, and he admitted that it was a mistake. And that's it. And nothing else came of it. Um, and then you, you want to talk about people defending something? This is where it gets weird. The vitriol online, believe it or not, for people defending him is absurd. Can I like, say? Not even making a mistake. Like, literally just blowing it off. Like, it's not a big deal. It was only four stories, and it was only a human baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if you thought Lost was bad, the people defending his actions in that particular instance, not the other one, that particular instance, that was just A-OK. Um, I stay, well, Enchantress and I have stayed at this hotel he did this at twice. Oh, did she dangle you over the balcony? Yeah, I mean, that would be a, a tough dangle. <laughs> It's not that high. I mean, I probably could have survived the drop, but the baby couldn't have. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they were on the fourth fourth floor. Um, yeah, we've we I forget which floors we stayed. We were wherever the penthouse suite is. I'm yeah, guessing we were not in the penthouse suite, but the rooms are really fucking nice. It's in the it's in Berlin, Germany, right? Mm-hmm. The hotel Adlon Kapinski. Uh. Yes. The famous hotel? Yes, yeah, the Adlon Hotel. Yes. You're near the Brandenburg Gates? Right near the Brandenburg Gate. And it's the Brandenburg Gate's beautiful. Fucking beautiful. And uh, it's where um, Reagan did his ter- Gorbachev tear down this wall speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the hotel, original hotel Adlon was destroyed uh, during the war, but it was rebuilt in 1997 after uh, the fall of... And it's actually technically in East Berlin. Reagan was over in West Berlin in front of the uh, Brandenburg Gate. Well, actually, technically behind it. Behind the wall, the great uh, Berlin Wall. I would very much suggest going to Berlin if you go to Germany. It's a beautiful city. In the... I can just go to Epcot. <laughs> you could. And, and stay at the Hotel Adlon. Great, the heated bathroom floor squeezer. Well, Art of Animation has giant statues of Ariel and King Triton. Great balconies to dangle your baby over. Yeah. Um, yeah, as long as you put a towel over its head. Or, I'm sorry, blanket, because that was the baby's name, Blanket. Right. Uh, great hotel bar. Holy shit. It's like straight out of a Wes Anderson movie, staying in this hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it look even from the outside, that little bit that you see, like the, the way it... Yeah. It's, it's one of the most luxurious hotels. I've ever stayed in. I'll say that for sure. But, if not more the, absurd in real life than a Wes Anderson movie, though. A bit, yeah. Yeah. They told us That's about it when they took us in. This is where Michael Jackson dangled his baby, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that they all talk like that. They do. They're like, you're Michael Jackson, your hero, your pedophile hero, dangled oh. his child out of the window. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for that one. Yeah. Um, I remember that because to me it was always a joke. You've like, come straight from Netherlands, right? To come here? No, no. 
and and then when you <laughs> that's why you're here you loves your michael jackson so much <laughs> um do you want to dangle um, a baby doll at the window and pretend you're michael jackson <laughs> oh look at me i'm the king of pop and roll like i get that like cringe feeling every time i see it like i can't watch it I can't watch Pretty him. I can't stand with. him, man. I, oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of the music. I'm not a fan of the man. Um, but yeah, e- even back then, like I was. That's why you rarely hear us talk about him in a positive light on this show. Yeah, that's if true. ever. Yeah. If ever, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and since then, <coughs> thankfully, uh, blanket survived, and is Prince Two. I think is his proper. Name the kid. I I I give those kids credit that they didn't com- become complete. You know, well, Michael Jackson's. Mm, yeah. Like they they yeah. Well, at, at this point, you would think okay, they would have gone down that road, but they've all kind of just stayed out of the limelight and just kind of done like charity stuff. Mm. Um, well, I thought the so. daughter acts right. Does she? I don't know. I I don't know things Paris. that happen now. Well, they're all like Paris. They're like Paris 2, Paris 3, Michael 4. The original, Paris 1, the original vo- version. Paris 2, the revenge. <laughs> well, I guess this one was a surrogate baby. The others were from... Uh, yeah, so this is... I think they're all surrogates, right? Well... Yes and no. Uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> where? Yet, yeah, but his actual ex-wife at the time. I I don't think actually, he's ever had sex with a woman like and enjoyed it to where he would finish off to where he could impregnate a woman. No, but a Debbie Rowe, who yeah that yeah yeah she like carried those children, uh, Prince and. Uh, 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 I was Prince in Paris, where uh, her kids, uh, I believe it is actually like his DNA and her DNA, and she carried them. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, but they didn't Blanket, have sex to make them. No, I I do not believe that. But uh, uh, Biggie Blanket, uh, <coughs> Michael Jackson three. I why is why is Blanket Jackson called Blanket? Yeah, he, uh, the the surrogate mother was unidentified. Hmm. So, yeah. Was it Macaulay Culkin? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> might, might have, <laughs> Too far. Might have <laughs> um, it was uh, one of the Corys, wasn't it? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the the Corys say some things. And it's one of those things where it's weird. Like, they just, uh, they are more than happy to, like, sweep that under the rug, isn't it? I guess. I really, I mean, Aaron Carter, look, he's dead. Uh, not a good life after being molested by Michael Jackson, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, who, who knows what he actually did? Yeah, but I heard finding leaving Neverland is a is a tough watch. I have yet to watch it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. 
Where is it? It's HB, it was an HBO documentary. Oh, so it's like it'll be on the Max. Mm, the Max. Ugh. With the new season of fucking Righteous Gemstones, June 18th, yeah. baby. I can't yeah. fucking wait. And Gremlins. Oh, yeah, the 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 uh, Mogwai show, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's a prequel. It's weird, though. How can like Gizmo be Gizmo if you didn't get a name Gizmo yet? Yeah, it's a plot hole. Yeah, leave it to the end. Yeah, well. Um. All right, time for time to move on. All right, we talked enough about this. Yeah, fuck him. Introducing Kid Cuisine's Shrekified Meals with crispy Shrekified nuggets, ears, gooey Shrek-shaped mac and cheese, and buggy swamp pudding. And if you find a lucky green tray, you can win a Universal Studios Hollywood vacation to meet Shrek. At KidCuisine.com are official rules on how to enter for free. Ask parents first. Many will enter. Few will win. No purchase necessary. New Kid Cuisine Shrekified Meals. There's a lot of gross Shrek food tie-ins in the <laughs> 2000s. A lot of things that look like bugs and boogers. Like uh, mm. Shrek Twinkies had a ogre green creamy filling in them. Oh. Shrek Ogre Heads uh, Marshmallows. They were swamp apple. Ogre-shaped swamp apple marshmallows. Swamp <laughs> apple. They were the, obviously uh, Shrekified Kid Cuisines with uh, the bugs and the, and the green mac and cheese and the Ogre Head chicken nuggets. Um, he was on soda. There was big Ogre M&Ms. They were bigger Ogre-sized M&Ms that were... Green, brown, and light brown. There were Shrek popsicles called Shrek Swamp Pops. Yes. Shrek Swamp Pops. Swamp Pops. I mean, do you really have to do anything to make kid cuisine any grosser than it is? I mean, no. But the flavors were Shrek Ogre Cherry, Donkey Berry, Sour Puss in Boots Orange and Fiona Princess Punch. There was Shrek cereal with marshmallows, ogre marshmallows. There was uh, Shrek toaster strudel that was ogre cherry flavor with green Shrek jizz ogre icing. The <laughs> uh, donkey waffles waffle mix. Shrek ogre cheez-its. Donkey waffles sound. Sounds like uh, some kind of like thing that you and your uh, on Urban Dictionary when yeah. the kids aren't around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was Pillsbury had Shrek waffle sticks. It was a blueberry waffles with an appealing green swamp syrup. In 2007, Ego came out with Shrek waffles that featured movie characters on them and claimed to be donkey approved. Yes. Squeezer, these are all true. Oh, I wish I didn't look this up. I'm not even... forget I even said it. In England, Nestle produced a mud and worm cereal for Shrek's second movie. Yeah. That was in England. Well, English food's pretty gross, too, to begin with. Why are they going out of their way? There was the Shrek Snickers bar, which had green nougat in it. Ooh. Nougat. <laughs> nugget. 
Like, I remember Shrek being, like, awkward and weird and a little gross because, you know, he'd, like, clean his ears and stuff. But, like, was it always, like, it wasn't, like, a super gross character. Like, he wasn't, like, Booger Man. It was, like, a Ren and Stimpy kind of thing. Yeah, there's gross food. Yeah, so, like, there was... in the marketing, just take one small aspect of it. Like, they didn't even see the movie. Yeah, because like, oh, kids, it's, it's sold, Squeezer. That's why. Uh, fair enough. Kids like gross things. Shrek mini vanilla wafers that were ogre colors and royal colors. Shrek popcorn, which popped up green. It was butter flavor. <gasps> I remember that. Yeah. Shrek fruit atomic punch green booger fruit gushers. I'll tell you what is good. We make princess popcorn some nights. Mm. Fruit. Shrek fruit roll-ups that were screaming green. There were Shrek Kudo bars that had green M&Ms on them that looked like Shrek boogers all over them. <laughs> Here's what you do. Take a little marshmallow and butter and render it down and add in some uh, strawberry uh, jello and swirl it up. And then you drizzle that over your popcorn. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. It's good. Swamp apple. Marshmallow, right? Use the Shrek sh- Swamp Apple Marshmallows. Swamp Apple. Swamp Apple. I can't say it. Swamp. Swamp Apple. Shwamp All right. Apples. Enough of Shrek. Here is your fourth pick. All right. Are we ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I think it's time. All right. Let's... Do we have to do something here or does it? Ah, it does it by itself. <coughs> oh. This is the world's first self-balancing human transporter. Self-balancing human transporter. You stand there, it goes. Forward and backward. It's sort of like putting on a pair of magic sneakers. You stand on this Segway HT and you think forward, you go forward. You think backward, you go backward. Well, now, wait a minute. You think forward. All right. Uh, hang on. Can you do that? I'd be happy to do that. Okay. I'll turn it on for you. Okay. Because I'm tempted to say that's it. (laughs) 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 But that can't be it. When you say think forward. Uh, Thank you, Diane Sawyer. She summed it all up right there. (laughs) Um, That's it? That's it? And then the best... So that goes on a little bit longer, and then... She looks over to the side. She looks at her producers like, are you fucking kidding me? It's a scooter. Mm-hmm. And it's not that just like, oh, this guy came on Good Morning America and debuted a scooter. I watched this live. I remember watching this. Oh, I've never watched this show live once in my life. Because I knew what well, my mom would watch it. But I also knew, because I don't, I don't know how I knew, but I knew that there was going to be this big, like, high-tech, Fucking the future was going to be debuted on Good Morning America for some reason. And I remember watching because I went, oh, what is it going to be? Because um, uh, Dean came and he's the same guy. He invented that wheelchair that climbs upstairs. He's got like a thousand patents to his name or some shit. But I was all excited. Oh, what's it going to be? And they reveal the, the Segway. It's a fucking scooter. 
And it, it's it, literally it becomes a prop for Paul Blart Mall Cop. Mm-hmm. Um, and mall cops all across the country. And mall po- cops all across the country. Because uh, all he had to do was walk. <laughs> it didn't go. Um, but yeah, she shoots over. She, it was not impressed. And then, yeah, they couldn't do it in the studio. And then they have to go out the outside of the park. Uh, what the hell's the park out there? Uh, in New York. Central Park? Uh, Bryant Park. Oh, Bryant. You're like, yeah. what the hell's the park? Central Park? Central park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they go out to Bryant Park, and they have, like, a little course. And it's like, they have, like, a ramp, but it's like, like, imagine a speed bump, but very, like, but leveled out. So it's like an incline, like a three-inch incline over 20 feet, basically. And uh, Dan Sawyer and Charlie Gibson are riding these segways around, and they're both so like unimpressed. <laughs> like I don't, this is great, this is fun, but we could have done a cooking demonstration. Um, and yeah, instantly, the, what of the internet existed at the time, and every like just shit all over this. It became an instant punchline. And of course, South Park jumped on it. Um, the South Park one was great because it was uh, was it Mr. Mackey? Oh. Or no? Yeah, Mr. No, no, Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison uh, in, invents a similar machine that has four handles to operate, and one you use your hands, where you have to pump them back and forth. The other, um, you power using your anus, and the other, you power using your mouth to steer it. <laughs> and, and it sounds like Brad would investors... like this scooter. <laughs> yes, he would. And then he start, and then all the investors are a little taken aback until they realize, wow, how fast you can go using your orifices and hands uh, to zip around on this scooter that he invented. <laughs> um, and and honest, fuck, th- those guys were so good. This debuted in uh, September, and that episode aired in October. Was it? No, December. I'm trying to think. It aired shortly thereafter. I'll leave it at that. I'm not good with dates. I have my all my information's confused. Anyway, I just remember this being, in in the weird in the sense of it was possibly the most, not not the most awkward. I I might have saved that for last for most awkward moment in the 2000s. But, yeah, talk about, like, letdowns and, like, oh, this was going to be the thing. And then it, it instantly became a punchline and still is to this day. <clears throat> instantly. Instantly. Instant punchline. All right, let's uh, get my last pick out of the way so we can wrap this show up. New Heinz Easy Squirt Ketchup has a nozzle that makes it easy to draw. On food! Heinz Easy Squirt. It's fun for your food. Uh, When Heinz started releasing different colored ketchups, started with green, which later became a Shrek tie-in squeezer. Oh. 
uh, then purple, and I think blue even came out. But I found this article, ABC News, Heinz introduces purple ketchup. Pittsburgh, PA, July 31st, 2001. Heinz is adding funky purple to its crayon box of condiment colors. The company, hoping to build on last year's success with blasting green ketchup, said today the new purple ketchup will be on stores in September. In seven months, H.J. Heinz Co. Company sold more than 10 million bottles of green ketchup, pushing sales up 5.4% and helping the Pittsburgh company boost its share of the American ketchup market to 59% behind the 55% immediately prior to green ketchup spokesman, Michael McCullen said. With the marketing campaign aimed squarely at children, the green ketchup came in a new easy squirt plastic bottle, specifically designed with a narrow nozzle to let kids paint their food with precision. We knew, whipped cream. we knew we had a good idea on our hands. Otherwise, we wouldn't have launched it. Heinz promises the ketchup keeps the company's signature taste and recipe with a little blue number one and red number three thrown in to aid the, to shade the condiment. The company still makes its traditional red. Next month, the kids, kids armed with Heinz Easy Square bottles will be able to draw Harry Potter lightning bolts on hot dogs, rendering Ofa certain big purple dinosaurs on hamburgers. Purple is one of the hottest colors for kids right now. In an arena where kids can't get enough of monsters and wizards, the bold, powerful color purple has reached new heights of popularity. Purple ketchup. I remember we had this, and I was like, ew, it didn't taste right to me. Even though it was like the same thing. It said food coloring in it. Yeah. I was I was never really a ketchup guy. Well, no, you're, your mind can do that, though. Based yeah, on no, I know. It color, can. it can. Because, yeah. Yeah, you know, we're stupid. <laughs> we are very stupid. I'm not talking you and I, like as a species of. No, no, I, I got what you're saying. We are stupid. Well, you and I are also stupid. Hmm. Yeah, we just step it up a notch. Yeah. Um, but you know me, I like ketchup. When I get like uh, Yakos, I'm always getting ketchup on my dogs. I, I like, it's like it. Like a sin uh, in most I will, cities. I don't. I don't like it slathered. Like uh, I'm not one of. I I refuse to put on my eggs. I don't get that. I don't put it on my eggs, no. I don't put it on my French... I like it on the side of my French fries. Like, I'll dip. Yeah, I like to dip. I like to dip. And I'll never dip twice. Like, it's enough for me to, like, dip a French fry, eat it, and then if it's a big French fry, continue eating it without going back for another dip. Yeah, if I I I were to eat a burger, I like it on my burger, too. Yeah, on a burger, I like it blended with a, a mustard. I could do either. Or, like, Whopper style, where it's like, fucking everything. Mm. Yeah, God damn it! But uh, Burger King does not use mustard squeezer. No, it's just ketchup and mayo. It's ketchup and mayo, and then their burgers is just ketchup. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, color ketchup is a weird thing in the two thousands. Squeezer. Oh, hang on before, because we'll end the show. And I want to, I want to get you before you my last pick. Did you? I just saw this. You were such a fan of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. It hasn't officially been announced yet. Or it's announced, but they don't have a date. What, the streaming? The streaming thing? Of the cartoon? This is going... No, no. Like, the channel. Yeah, the channel is going to just stream the cartoon, right? No, no. They're having more. There's going to be, like, the cartoon, uh, actual, like, gameplays of Dungeons & Dragons, an improv comedy of Dungeons & Dragons, and a cooking show. Oh, really? If there is a Dungeons & Dragons cooking show... It will replace baseball as that put something on TV in the background 
just so it exists and I don't have to stand there in the discomfort. Yeah, but it, it's not like going to be like on demand. It's like live streaming. I I think it's going to no, be it's, like, it's going to be like a live stream channel. Yeah, yeah live on, stream. Like, so you'll yeah. have to like tune in to see what you want at the right time. Was this the 90s? Yeah. No, I saw that and I liked it. I was like, oh, shit. It'll play the old cartoon. Yeah, I'll watch it just for the sake. If if I have to have do, it on, do myself, do, do yourself a favor. Existing. Do myself and yourself a favor. Watch the uh, movie; it's really good. I'll check it. Where, uh, where is it? Uh, I had to rent. I had to pay money to watch it. Uh, uh, twenty. Uh, well, I did the math. I'm like, for like, I bought it, pay it because home. it's twenty five to buy, it's, twenty to rent. Yeah, twenty to rent at home, and and it's practically to see, eighteen to see it in the theater. Well, I went to Guardians, and yeah, it was 17 or 18, and then I bought like a $6 beer, so I yeah. actually paid more. Right. Yeah. And I had, to, I, I had to sit in a fucking movie tavern seat. Fucking neck still hurts. Hmm. Well, well, just get it on iTunes or Amazon and, and own it. It's good. Your kids will probably like it, too. Nah, they're scaredy pants. <laughs> Are there scary scenes? No. Oh. No, no, I don't think so. But you watch it first. All right. They're like their dad. They get easily scared. All right. Here is Scare Up Your Last Pick here. Okay, here we go. Once again, this is Ashley Simpson. On a Monday... Did she walk off yet? Yeah, now she walks off right here yeah. after she did her jig. Yeah. Um, I I don't know I don't know where my uh, love of other people being awkward comes from, but it might stem from my adolescence. Yeah. Um, man, this was this was weird. Yeah. I remember watching this one. The bands uh, yeah. they started the lip the the the, the lip track the sync track before the songs should have taken yeah. them off. And it was the wrong, and it was the wrong song. Oh, it was. Yeah, I didn't know that because like, I'm not a big Ashley Simpson. Neither fan, am I. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she or a played, Ashley Simpson fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so her first song that she played, this is the second one. She uh, like that came at like twelve fifteen or whatever at mm -hmm. night. The the post the, weekend update of, song. Yeah, it's the post people watching SNL like. Everyone saw can, this, though. Yeah, everyone eventually. Yeah, they did see this. Um, I I remember watching it. Yeah, Jude Law was the host. Um, and yeah, so it was supposed to be "Pieces of Me" was her first song that she performed flawlessly, mind you, almost like as if she was lip syncing it. <laughs> and, then and then the lip sync was, track for "Pieces of Me" started playing during her next yeah, song. And then autobiography was her second song that she was supposed to play and uh. then the piece of me started playing um she stands there she kind of looks around like oh fuck like she knows the jig is up like oh fuck um and 
she does like this jig where like she does like literally like, holds her belt like dee, 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 dee. like I can picture it in my head like twenty years out, and it's still burned in my head like that that. Why'd she walk off is what I want to know. And then she walked up. What she <coughs> should have done is, like, a, and I, I don't want to not say she's a pro, but she was a young girl at the time that wasn't quite sure, and I'm sure she was traumatized. Right. Like, when, you're, when your backup track starts playing, you just start singing that song and go with it. Even though you just did it, do it again. Uh, and then at the end of the show, she wraps it up with, oh... You know, hey, guy, like, Jude Law is doing this thing. Like, ah, thanks for being here. That's what Jude Law sounds like. Um, he sounds like fucking, uh, what's his name from South by, North by Northwest? I don't know. What? Uh, was it, was that, who was that? No, he wasn't in it. Uh, Rear Window, Rear Window. Who was the guy in Rear Window? Jimmy, uh. James Stewart, yeah, James Stewart. That's who you just sounded. Oh like. yeah, that was that was my Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. I don't know why. Just the only, only, Grace, only I Grace, can do someone... why is that kid outside lip syncing? I look suspicious to me. Um. <laughs> or yeah. Grace Kelly's name was Lisa in that picture, not Grace. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> um. Yeah, it it was. It was, so she blamed the band for playing the wrong song and apologized. Like, oh, sorry, live TV, my band fucked up. And they're like, uh, that didn't seem right because we heard you singing, but your mouth wasn't moving. And then the next day, then she came and was like, oh, look, I was booked from SNL, and unfortunately I have this weird acid reflux thing. I couldn't sing. It was really bad. And, like, you can't just, like, dodge on these dates. So, like, you know, we had to do it, unfortunately. And it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But then they did a whole behind the scenes. It was, I think, ABC, because I want to say it was Diane Sawyer that actually interviewed Lauren Michaels. And he basically completely threw her under the bus. And he's like, we had no knowledge that there was going to be any lip syncing. And we don't do that. And we don't know. I'm like, yes, but you hire the people that press play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't play any audio track on SNL without your approval. Like, mm-hmm. they, the the band doesn't come in and sneak in and just decide to lip sync on SNL mm-hmm. without the coordination of the staff and production personnel. But, yeah, they, they completely threw, him, <coughs> threw her under the bus. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, since then, like 20 years out, she's like, oh, I learned from it and something, something, you know. And then, like, you know, like, mm. I think it was 16, she released a single, uh, like, kind of, like, dipped her toes in the water. Like, oh, will anyone listen to me? No one and, did, clearly. Uh, no one did. And then that album never came out. Mm. But more power to her. You know what? She does a hell She's of a got gig. half of Pete Wentz's money. She's all right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She had a kid with him. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm sure she was, you know doesn't need that come on that follow-up boy money yes yeah, she, <laughs> she made more we money than, than a, a third or a quarter of fallout boy right a, a half of a quarter of fallout boy a half of a quarter of fallout now nah, he yeah. wrote all the songs so you know oh he gets that writings money mm-hmm. 
gets that right in the money. All right, that's uh, that's all we got. That's the whole show. Nice. Weird. Two hours of weird 2000s. How'd you feel about it, Squeezer? Uh, it was good. It was good. Now, your voice went really high there. I don't think you thought it was good. No, it was good. It, it was... I, I, it's a, it was a weird time for me. That was... You, you want to talk angry squeezer? This is a black t-shirt. Uh, yeah, concert. You know, con, black t-shirt. Con, concert, did you just call yourself a cunt? T-shirt. No, concert. <laughs> like a concert date t-shirt. If I would, it's like a bunch of I my uh, what do I have? Yeah, I have my system of a down shirts. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I mean, I, I was. I wasn't cool enough to hang out with the goth kids. Um, I, I was too like too angry at them. Like, oh, you're just trying to be moody to fit in. Right. I'm moody because I'm an actually moody bitch. Um, right. Yeah. I was too cool for the room. Thanks, Ish. Another great show he said. Thanks, Ish. I, God, I hated that guy. I, w- I want to travel... But, well, what would you do if you could travel back in time? I would go back to like 2000 and uh, 2000, 2001, and smack the living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple years in the 2000s that smacked the living shit out of me too. You know, I think everyone should go back and smack the shit out of 2000 person. <laughs> we yeah, all deserve it. we do, we do. Well, until we do that, we'll be back next week with there's more so much unnecessary angst. It was. I lived in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Why was I mad? Well, let's we'll to save that for another episode. We're out of time. So uh, maybe next week on the Right Here's Podcast, we'll get to the root of why Squeezer was mad. I've been dying to do a <laughs> get into the psychology, like, psychology of Squeezer episode. So maybe that's a summer episode there. <laughs> now, now I'm so happy. You are a happy, little boy. Must be my children. We'll, we'll be back next week with more Friday's show. I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Bye, everyone. <laughs>